Welcome to the podcast here on Saturday, February 8th. I'm Connor Green, and on the podcast today, we talk about Jared Diamond's Wall Street Journal article where he reports on the Astro sign-stealing scandal, how it started, who facilitated it, and in the end, who was responsible for its implementation over the few years that it was used. That's all up on the podcast today on Saturday, February 8th. Well, this article is really interesting, and I want to read uh, a few passages of it to give you a sense of exactly what it was laying out in, uh, in the article and exactly what happens to begin the trash-banging, sign-stealing scandal, which was never really concluded when the system ended. So on September 22, 2016... An insert in the Houston Astros organization showed General Manager Jeff Lunau a PowerPoint presentation that featured the latest creation by the team's high-tech front office, an Excel-based application programmed with an algorithm that could decode opposing catcher signs. The program was called Codebreaker, and the way that it worked was simple. Somebody would watch an in-game live feed and log the catcher's signs into the spreadsheet as well as the type of pitch that was actually thrown. With that information, Codebreaker determined how the signs corresponded with different pitches, and once decoded, that information would be communicated through intermediaries to a base runner who would relay them to a hitter. Around 2017 in June, the system was embellished by Astros players as they started watching a live game feed on a monitor near the dugout and then would bang on a trash can to communicate the coming pitch to the batter. Tom Koch-Wesser, the team's director of advanced information, who sent two emails to Lunau in 2017 that referenced the system and, quote, our dark arts sign-stealing department. Lunau declined to comment in the article, but in a statement released last month, he said, As the commissioner set out in his statement, I did not personally direct, oversee, and engage in any misconduct. End quote. Later on in the article, it says, Lunau acknowledged to investigators that he recalled the intern's PowerPoint slide about Codebreaker and even asked questions about how it worked. He said that he was under the impression it would be used legally to decipher signs from previous game footage not live in games. Coke Wesser told MLB that Lunau would giggle at the title Codebreaker and appeared excited about it. Coke Wesser also said that Lunau sometimes entered the Astros' video room during road games and made comments such as, You guys codebreaking? Lunau then denied Coke Wesser's accounts. Okay, so Coke Wesser has no real reason to lie in this situation, and his account really denies everything that Jeff Lunau has said regarding the sign-stealing scandal, that he had no real involvement in it. He didn't exactly know what was going on to begin with. It was something that was cooked up by the players, which is what the league said, and it was not a front-office-driven scheme which in the end he is in charge of because he is the general manager. But this report completely goes against what he had said, Lunau, as well as what the MLB has said, which is that it was a 
player-driven scheme concocted by players Carlos Beltran and at the time in 2016 the bench coach Alex Cora. Well that really can't be the case if it started as an Excel spreadsheet and a program designed by an intern in the analytics department who would then bring it to the front office to this guy Kochwesser who would then email Jeff Lunau about what was going on in their dark arts sign-stealing department. It doesn't really sound like Alex Cora was in the dugout with his computer designing an Excel spreadsheet on how he can read opposing pitchers' signs and translate them into real time. This is a completely different narrative than what was sold to us by the MLB when they released their report. So there's really no way that Jeff Luna was unaware of what was really going on. And he might not have been day-to-day-wise involved in what the dark arts sign-stealing department was doing, but the fact that he never intervened and told them to stop, knew they were doing it, walked in and would say to the guys in the computer room, you guys code-breaking, means that he is complicit in this sign-stealing scandal as much as anybody else. He may say he wasn't involved, but when you're walking, it's like if you're running a hedge fund that is making illegal trades, and you walk into the trading department as a CEO, and you say, you guys uh, making some illegal trades? Yeah, then you're complicit in what was going on in your hedge fund. And you knew what was going on, and by not stopping it, you were actively condoning what was going on. So Jeff Lunau's account of what happened is complete garbage. And I even think A.J. Hinch says he wasn't a part of it, says that he destroyed uh, some of the TV feeds that were going back and forth between pitcher signs into that little hallway outside of the clubhouse and wasn't really actively supporting it. If these guys weren't enjoying the benefits of the sign-stealing scandal they would not have continued to allow these guys, who were referring to themselves as a dark arts sign-stealing department, to continue doing what they were doing. By not saying anything, by not putting an end to this system, they were turning a blind eye to it, while actively reaping the benefits of the system itself. And then another really interesting aspect of this was the fact that A.J. Hinch was recently interviewed by Tom Verducci on MLB Network. And he was asked whether or not the Astros had used buzzers in the 2019 season when some people around baseball had reported it. Well, A.J. Hinch said in the interview, quote, the commissioner's office did as thorough of an investigation as anyone could imagine was possible. Well, you didn't really answer the question, which was, were you guys using buzzers in the 2019 season to relay signs to batters in-game? You really didn't answer the question, and I think it's for good reason. I don't know if it was buzzers that the Astros were using. I don't know what method the Astros were using to relay signs to batters during game. But the idea that the trash can banging stopped, therefore the Astros completely stopped the work of their dark arts sign-stealing department at the end of the 2017 season is nonsense. 
they did not stop this practice after 2017. Just because we stopped hearing trash banging in the background of their games does not mean that they stopped their dark arts sign-stealing department, which we, they were aware of, knew about, and did not shut down. And I blame more Jeff Lunau for that than AJ Hinch, because in the end, Jeff Lunau is the guy who was in charge of the front office, and it would be him that would put an end to the dark arts sign-stealing department. So when you look at who's really at fault, it's the entire Astros front office, as well as, to a certain degree, A.J. Hinch. Jeff Lunau, this guy Tom Coke-Wesser, everybody in the analytics department, they all knew what was going on. It was not cooked up by Alex Cora and Carlos Beltran, who were then going to players with the scam. It was cooked up by an intern in the analytics department, which was then picked up and run with by the front office. When the MLB really hammered Alex Cora and Carlos Beltran in their report. It calls into question the lengths to which this scam went, including buzzers, because that was not written about in the report. But you cannot tell me that they stopped this practice after the 2017 season. There is no way you have a department which they're allowing this to happen who is communicating directly with the general manager of the organization who knows what's going on, is walking in and saying, you guys code-breaking, and then suddenly after they win the World Series, stop doing it. So in 2018 and 2019, you cannot tell me they were not using different methods to communicate the signs to batters. What those methods were, well, the Yankees said they were blowing whistles in the dugout, and that's how they were communicating it. The scandalous conspiracy theories that they were using buzzers. Whatever the, th the situation was, whatever the method was that they were communicating signs to batters, it did not stop after 2017. And the idea that this was a player-driven scheme, and they said that in their report, to me really seems like a whitewash investigation. It reminds me in a big way of what happens with the NFL in regards to the NFL investigating the Patriots in 2007 about defensive signal taping by their front office. The NFL went in, they saw all of these tapes. The Patriots apparently had tapes on each team year after year going back years. And instead of releasing it to the public, the NFL decided to destroy all the tapes when they visited Foxborough. They destroyed the tapes. You know why? Because they didn't want the success of their most dominant franchise over the course of the last decade to be looked at as, an, as a gigantic scam and taint the image of their sport. They wanted it to go away as quickly as possible. The MLB wants the same thing here. They don't want all of a sudden some news about buzzers to be broken 
and for someone within that organization to admit that they were using buzzers in 2019, and that's the reason why Jose Altuve didn't want his jersey ripped off. They don't want to then go through all that and have months and months of talk on top of the months and months and talk they're going to get initially about this scandal. They want it to go away as quickly as possible. They want people to move on. They want the Astros players to apologize. And they want to start the 2020 season and hope that even if the Astros have success this season, that people will forget about it. And if they do win the division this year, people will go up their dark arts sign-stealing department. And it seems as Carlos Beltran... Because those were the most public figures. Beltron and Alex Cora. Alex Cora who got fired and is still awaiting a punishment. Well, he really wasn't because he didn't come up with the scam. He didn't implement a program that was decoding pitcher signs. It was an intern. And that program was then optimized within the Astros analytics department. Run, even though he says he wasn't involved by Jeff Lunau. So the MLB's investigation in this situation seems highly suspect because it seems like they glossed over a few important aspects of the sign-stealing scandal. Because you would say that how the scandal, how the scheme, how the system actually started is a pretty important point to investigate when you're looking into a scandal. To say, well, it was a player-driven scheme, Carlos Beltran, Alex Cora, is a lot different than having a computer program designed by an intern who was most likely asked to find a way technologically to decode signs by the analytics department. There's no way an intern was just randomly doing this on the side. Someone was directing him to do this or to try to find a way to do this. That's a lot different than Carlos Beltran and Alex Cora just deciding, hey guys, let's uh, let's steal some signs. No, this was an organizational effort to steal signs from the top down. And Jeff Lunau might say, well, I had no uh, involvement in that, so um, even though I got three emails or more about this, particularly in the email specifically referring to a dark art sign-stealing department, I didn't read to the bottom of the email, so I didn't really see that. And if I would have saw that, I would have realized this was more nefarious than was let on, so I wouldn't have allowed it to happen. Really, you just happened to not read to the bottom of any of these emails? This was an organizational effort. And this report completely denies what the MLB had said about this scandal to begin with. It appears to me the MLB, in a lot of ways, whitewashed their report and doesn't want anybody to do a deep dive into this system and how it worked over the last four years. Well, that wraps up the podcast here on Saturday, February 8th. We'll come back tomorrow to talk more about this, more about A.J. Hinch's interview, and uh, maybe a little XFL, how that goes in its first day. That's up next on the podcast tomorrow. I'm Connor Green.